Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Value Line Observer with the Value Guys. I'm Val Hughes. Um, I'm Vern. Excuse me. I'm Vern Value. Thank you, Vern. Uh, we are 25-year Wall Street veteran analysts who have had to uh, go underground, take on secret identities. Food in my mouth. Sorry. To bring you our candid views each week. Our bosses would never allow us to do this. You've seen our faces on TV, and you've seen us quoted in the newspaper, but here we disguise our voices so uh, they'll never know. Further disclosures are available at our website, www.thevalueguys.com, where you'll learn that this is for entertainment purposes only, uh, even if it's only uh, ourselves that are entertained, as we like to say. And uh, we may not know anything about these stocks. You know, we've been doing this about 25 years. We probably don't. And we have paying customers during the week, of course. But during the week, you know, we're not as sleepy and we're not drinking as we are here. So, And we're also just using Value Line as a resource on this show. And so if it uh, isn't in Value Line, although we read the paper, we were both at work today, so we do kind of know it was a tough day today. But yeah, but we don't have a laptop running right now. No, we don't. We're just out drinking. We're having a t- you know, it's Friday afternoon after work. And uh, we're yeah. off the clock just having a conversation about stocks. And a stocks. snack. And a snack, adult beverage. Okay, today we're looking at the October 19th, 2007 edition of the Value Line Observer. A very tough day on the street today. We're value guys. You know, I just was looking. We had a tough third quarter for the people. I want to mention that uh, one of our listeners has put up a site on Google Docs with all of our stock picks, and it's great, and it's in progress, and I hope uh, – he, you know, gets back with me, and we'll continue to work on this. But um, it's showing that we had a tough quarter. And, of course, my f- I've got a small cap uh, fund. It's d- it was down, uh, you know, 6% in the quarter. So values had a little bit of a tough time. But I'm looking forward to seeing the one-year, 12-month numbers, 18-month numbers. Value does win over the long term. And when you get into a period like this where value is a little bit under pressure, because growth did better in the third quarter, people are going to tell you that, but uh, over time, value wins, and this is the time to buy a, buy a cheap stock. You get opportunity, obviously, when the stocks are down and the fundamentals aren't as bad off as people think. So uh, today, uh, the Russell 2000 value was down 3.3%, Vern. I had a portfolio Ow. down uh, you know, 1.7%. And I think what's happened is a couple weeks ago when you weren't here, you know, the recession had been canceled. I don't know if you remember that. You were out of town. They canceled you know, it. I think I heard something at the bus stop. Yeah. Well, it's back. It's back. It's back and bigger than ever. And earnings are coming out, so people are seeing earnings they don't like. And, uh, you know, management teams are guiding very conservatively right now and saying things like the R word, recession. Well, recessions come, as you know, uh, two out of every nine predictions. And there's going to be one eventually. But my prediction, interest rates are too low right now for a recession. But, uh, you know, or we may have just seen the recession and it's over. Who knows? Usually by the time they know there is one, it was two years ago. That's the history going back 20 years. Anyway, uh, today what was the bad news? A couple of mortgage insurers. I mean, here's a neat little stock, Triad Guarantee. I never heard of it. It was down 18% today because people think it's going out of business. They put insurance on mortgages. They're well-reserved. It's an interesting little thing I'm going to be looking at. But a lot of fear in the street today, wouldn't you say, Vern? A lot of sweating. Yeah, a lot of sweating. Anyway, Vern's up first this week, and uh, I see him trying to do a little work over there. We're very, we're, we're very time crunched this week, listeners. So uh, I, you know, don't do t- a ton of work. Best but, effort. Yeah, best effort. best effort. We're just having a couple of drinks, having some fun. But um, paired best effort. We're. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be on at the back half of the show, and I 
I have a couple good ideas, assuming they don't go down, okay, over time. Oh, I've never heard you talk about that Haven't one. you? Okay, <laughs> top secret. Uh, you know, Dow Chemical, which, you know, is yielding nearly 4% and I think is tied into worldwide, you know, lifestyle improvement, whatever. BioVale, a stock I've talked about. And Forest Labs, FRX, another drug company, demographics, et cetera. But before we get to that, uh, I'd like to in- introduce with a great uh, and and uh, <laughs> not overly great, I have to say, a medium amount of fanfare, Vern Value. What an introduction. Yeah. Well, you you know, we're late. I cried. And it's not my fault. I cried. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. Uh, my first stock is something called Corn Ferry International. And uh, no, it doesn't have anything to do with ethanol. It's not that kind of corn. No. Um, K. It, it, <laughs> K for corn. It's a um, – don't they call these human capital management companies or something like that? Uh, corn Ferry provides executive recruitment services. Uh, human the, uh, resources, right? Supplies clients to many of the world's largest and most prestigious companies, as well as government and not-for-profits, 100 offices, 37 countries, um, but if we're having a recession, who's going to need that? T. Rowe owns 6%, Royce 5%. Well, they're global, right? They have 100 offices in 37 countries. It doesn't say how much, unfortunately, it doesn't say how much of their sales is uh, uh, in other parts of the world. And it doesn't in the little text either. So can't help you there. Do a little homework. But uh, presumably it's a big piece, half of it or something like that, mm-hmm. maybe more. Um, so they they should be benefiting from a uh, from global demand growth for middle to executive management. Definitely, which is what the, you know that's their business. So there's uh, there's all you know there's definitely a rational concern about uh, uh, revenue prospects for some of these businesses that would supply more uh, hourly people. Um, yeah. Because of you know I'm just bored. general What's risk to the economy. <laughs> well, this is kind of high end, and it's really cheap. Okay. The stock is about nineteen dollars, or was. I don't. I didn't check these today. Uh, the symbol's KFY. At that value line says twelve point six times a one third discount relative. Okay, there isn't a dividend, but at nineteen dollars, right around one times revenue according to value lines projections. Say the average between oh seven and oh eight. Um, cash flow, gross cash flow, it's either uh, eight and a half or ten times, depending on which of the two years you look at. Uh, there's not a lot of capital spending. On 08, I've got 220 minus 55 cents. I've got about 11 times free cash flow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's based on the, just the stock price against the numbers. But I have no debt. I have $245 million of cash. I have less than 50 million shares. I have something like $5 of excess cash on my balance What are they going to do with that? I don't know, but it's maybe a $14 stock, in which case it's seven times gross cash flow and nine times free cash flow. And uh, hmm. down from a high of 27 earlier this year, 20 uh, traded above $21, at least 21 or higher each of the last four years. And um, they apparently have... Uh, European and Asia-Pacific regions, according to Value Line's little write-up, that are growing at double digits reliably every quarter. Well, you know, so, the talent goes down in the elevator know, every I, night. <laughs> I don't know a lot about the Value Line rates at a three. They lowered it recently. 
with the stock down. You know, it busted momentum, but they're showing expectations for 17% cash flow and earnings growth uh, between like a year or two ago and sometimes. What's the operating the margin over here? Operating margin is 18, yeah. 17, 18%. I think that's like the brokerage industry. Well, I, I think the it's talent it's is high in the people talent that can recruit. Right. Royce so you'll never Royce get a big price. Royce owns 5% Did you hear me say that before? I, yeah, I, I did. just love but seeing Royce on these. It's the thing that makes that business leaves every day. Right. And if you don't pay them enough, they leave. So you can't ever – I don't think you ever get a multiple on them. I don't know. It's um, just me. Well, Commodity. I, you know. Know, let's see. The average annual P.E. in uh, the six years they show something, the lowest number is 16.7. The highest number – there's two years where it was 32 times. It's, it's probably didn't earn any money those it's years. 12.6 times right now. I mean, it's kind of cheap. I agree with that. You know, right. I don't know what they do that's I, special. I, and the people all leave. That's all. Well, they do it. They do it well enough to have almost eight hundred million in revenue. What if Monster, revenue? you know, dot com and all that well, maybe migrates they're to put that? Monster out of business. They may own know. it. One of those guys owns that. I forget who. KFY, check it out. Uh, next, Pfizer. I think we've both talked about this stock at different times yeah. in the past. Um, yeah, it's, they've, they've really, they've really you know, stumbled the big, here. Yeah, it's the big pharma problem, leveraged by you know uh, less than. I've recommended um, it here on the show, and uh, it's, you know, you haven't lost it's money. It's just going sideways, but, but uh, I'm looking at a 4.5% yield that I don't have to worry about. Right. Um, there's $8 billion of debt on the balance sheet, but $22 billion of cash. I've got about $175 billion enterprise value and like $20 million of EBITDA. So it's You know, they've got some big products eight or coming nine off times. that. Uh, yeah, Lipitor comes off in a couple of years. 18 billion in revenue. They're saying on a 48 billion dollar revenue base, so they would go from 48 to 30 if it went to zero overnight. But that isn't going to happen. Well, also bear in mind the sales force here. When you look at their gross margin, yeah. it's like 70 percent. Right. And a lot of that down to the operating margin is just chewed up by these salespeople and the sales channels shifting to where there's some you know evolving rules that doctors can't talk to salesmen or whatever. Yeah. And they're going to say save a hell of a lot of money. So you don't pull the whole 70% out. They lose salespeople. And if you assume that uh, they, they can pull that cost they, out, you're not down that much. Well, I don't know I'm what saying. their pipeline looks like. I guess it's nothing to, uh, uh, to get too terribly excited about. But Value Line, even Value Line knows that they've got some stuff coming. Their so. most valuable thing is, I think, their sales force. And they can buy little R&D shops, There's get lucky. There's a giant balance sheet They're not inventing anything good. They could, you know, if one of these companies has to find a – has to do a uh, business model change, they've got the resources to do it. And there's a lot of smart scientists there, right? Yeah. They're not so, inventing anything I, right I, now. I, 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 well, they wrote the – are you going to say what happened? They wrote uh, off well, this they wrote, giant well, drug. The it's a giant, it's the be, biggest this, uh, failure in the history of right, the pharmaceutical this industry. failed uh, insulin inhaler uh, in that they've written off uh, $2.8 billion. Yeah. And we were talking about this before the show. I, we think the one of the big positives is that you simply – that you put this behind you. Um, and it doesn't – it's a really an – there's no economic effect here except to – Free up some resources that you'll now use for something well, and you else don't to generate have, return. You don't have the billions of dollars of revenue that management was predicting that the drug would create, and yeah. you have to write off the whole project off your asset side because it's not going to generate any money. Although they likely will end up selling that little business at some point, but uh, 
You know, it's a huge, uh, big, big egg on their face. I mean, you yeah, know. I, you know, but, but uh, so that, yeah, that, that was that happened reason. to Merck two years it's another ago. Another reason to be and two phase it, three it, drugs dropped last year for Merck. And we talked about the importance of the underlying broader investment theme because it relates to a lot of other stocks that you'll hear us talk about and that we have talked about. Does and it? that's yeah, it's demographics. Oh. These companies that's make thing, proprietary man. medicines. We, we, we. Come on. All right. Go ahead. Well, yeah, we, Madison. it's true we. You and I both have okay. at different times talked about stocks. All right. Uh, that trade so importantly on demographic shifts. People are getting older and more medicines That's the are wind your more back. capable. And this is the uh, this is the most economic way to treat and limit disease and Absolutely. Uh, try to improve lifestyle. So I've got one more. They save per dollar spent. I don't have, I don't the, have the baggage the of Pfizer. I don't have as much yield. I have 2.7% here. This is, how do you say this? Do you know Santa Fe, Val? Santa I don't Fe try Aventus. to. I just give the ticker. It's an ADR. The symbol is SNY. Um, according to Value Line, it's the third largest drug company in the world. I know the second part is and Aventus. The largest in continental Europe. So there must be some big UK. Well, there was a big yeah, Glaxo or. It's a but I, I looked European at European company. You know, this is at a ten percent premium to market. They say at a twenty point seven p forty five dollars stock. Um, you know, the, the really high premium properties here in this industry are at 25 and 30% premiums to market with lower that. yields. Um, are you but, recommending that stock? Well, I have 132, it's, it's, I have 132 billion. Fully valued. I have a 132 billion um, enterprise value. I have 15 million of EBITDA now. So it's nine times well, right much? now. Paying me a two. How much product is coming yield. off patent? They're going to have a bunch of stuff coming. This uh, and they're not going to invent anything new. Big pharma is dead. Other than just the ones that know they have a sales force, invest in smart little R and D shops. Uh, Don't the major try to drugs invent it yourself. Likely to grow at double digit rates. Pipeline looks promising. Eleven products promising. submitted. Looks for, promising. What does that mean? Eleven products submitted for approval next year. Nine more in two thousand nine. Thirteen of the twenty are new molecular entities, which are. You know, bigger opportunity kind of drugs. I hope so. Um, I, you know, they don't specifically say how much of it's at risk, but it's clearly not as much as with Pfizer. And by the way, I've got a you know one of the neat things about Value Line because their coverage is so comprehensive. As I'm looking through every one of the, I look, believe me, people, I look through every one of these drug companies for something that would be would have some value. I did the same. I look. It's at a quality show. Separate family core, show. Separate core. The bottom of the first column of Value Lines write-up talks about the fact that uh, uh, what sales were up modestly in the June quarter, hurt by competitive pressures from Santa Fe Venice's Ambien CR. Oh yeah. Uh, blah blah. Patent protection ended for sleeping pill Ambien IR in the U.S. and Aloxetine faces generics in Europe, but the new formulation of Ambien. Ambient CR, controlled yeah. release, replaced some pill. of the sales lost. Yeah. And an important patent on Plavix was upheld. Oh, so, uh-huh. so uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the ticket. I'm telling you, there's some value here. Come on. Okay. This well, is look, medicine. Some, this is I'm very doing predictable, reliable today. growth. So unless you got to love it. Unless they screw up and completely. Look at this. I'm, I'm in under the 16-minute wire. Are you? Yeah. Are you turning it over I'm to turning, me now? I'm going to turn I'm over to you now. put something in my mouth. Please, so you take did it, it to me. I was eating some of these very healthy almonds. All right. Is that oh, pomegranate? Well, it's, it's plastic. Tea. I can't do it's any tea today. Here, I'll make a fake noise. 
Okay. Did that right. Do something. You? I'm in the middle of eating. Oh, good grief. Uh, well, what should I do? I don't know. I, I don't okay, I'm back. It. I'm sorry. Hi, everyone. This is Val I'm Hughes. I'm turning it over to my partner, my very patient partner, who good. I just let down. I apologize. Vern has this thing with alliteration that I've really come to enjoy. Thank you. Okay. Uh, this week, I don't like this week's issue because it's a lot of commodities, for one, banks, real estate, insurance. Now, in insurance, there's a lot of interesting things going on that I can't talk about today, but this mortgage insurance area, there's a lot of opportunity, PMI, this triad, radian. I was looking at this area today. It's a lot of risk, but it's interesting. Um, you have to almost assume that the entire book of business goes bad to make these stocks not screaming buys. A lot of fear, but, but that's not in value line, so ah, whatever. I'll be talking about that with Vern later. Um, meantime, in value line, Dow Chemical, page 1236. I'm attracted to Dow Chemical, you know, initially because it's dirt cheap. Cash flow per share 08 next year, 640. Stock at, four, actually it says 45 on here. A lot here. of economic risk 4370. Haven't you heard the yeah, R word? Listen, 50,000 years ago we were all in caves. And now, largely due to the benefits of Hear Dow that, folks? Chemical, you need a 50,000 year investment horizon for That's this stock. All. There's going to be a recession, but anyone who's been through, uh, you know, the, uh, the history of this knows you can't time the market. Uh, it's a loser strategy. You know, you just got to be positioned when the market goes down and increase your best bets when the market goes down. If you try to time, you got to get it right twice. And history will show you that if you miss the best 10 days in the market, you miss about 300 basis points of performance. And if that's what you're going to try to do, do us all a favor, go buy a freaking bond, okay? This show's for stock hey, Please, buyers. this is a family show, that's Val. Right. Okay, sorry. Watch the link. Anyway, Dow Chemical, uh, I'm first attracted to the valuation. With the attracted thing again. Well, I'm telling you, I want to tell the people why they're listening to me. I don't just want to go on and on and on with people going, why is he talking about this? I'm sure they're wondering at this point. And they'll say, Val will tell us later. Okay. But anyway, I like it because it's cheap. It's trading at seven times gross cash flow, ten times free cash flow. Uh, We're not really in a capital spending cycle. They always spend a lot on CapEx. And then you look down at what they get for their CapEx. They get good returns. You know, it's always in the upper to mid-teens it's in the mid-teens right now on capital. They lever that up a little bit to get an 18 20% return on equity, which is damn good for someone who supposedly is a commodity provider. Now, I look at their operating margin, and it's been coming down. It's oh, come on. The- Isn't it probably just because they wrote off half the equity sometime in the last five or six years or something? Uh, well, looking back, no, they actually never have done that, like a lot of sleazy wow. companies. No, they wow. just continue to grow the equity, and they continue to pay down the debt. Uh, debt to cap right now is 31% of capital, and they've got, uh, just do a little of the math here, about a billion shares, $2 billion in cash. So they got two, excuse me, dollars a share in cash, and, uh, you know, not enough to pay off all the debt, but the net debt to cap is probably 20%, so very well capitalized. And these good returns... Uh, tell me something important here. Well, let me tell you. The operating Share it with us, please. I will. I will. Vern, listen, help me out here. The operating margin is at a level, 11 12%. First of all, with their economies of scale and buying, unless you're also selling 
$50 billion worth of stuff, you're going to have a hard time matching their margin, wow. which means you're going to have a lower margin or you're going to have to uh, have a higher price. And that means to have a higher price than them, you're going to have to show better features and benefits. And I'll just point out that, uh, let's see how much they spent on R&D last year. No, no. Oh, they spent, you know, they don't have an R&D number here, but I'm going to bet that even a commodity guy is going to spend 5% of sales, which would mean no. $2.5 billion. No, I bet Well, it's, let's have a side bet. bet. Like oh, it's here it is. 2.5%. Oh, good call. 2.4%. Good call. In 06, <laughs> thank you, thank admit, you. they could have doubled thank that you. in 07. Thank okay, you. anyway. Uh, my point simply being is they're going to maintain their competitive advantage. It's not necessarily in pricing. They're giving a good price for probably a pretty good product. Because of their return on capital being so high, you can tell it's in logistics, systems. Um, you know, f efficient logistics is probably really the key. And uh, asset turnover, we call it. You know, asset utilization and things like that. They're big enough to get great economies of size. My point being that these guys are always going to have a leading share in all this stuff that goes into improving worldwide lifestyles. And, you know, even with all the complaining in Washington. More people, more lifestyles. A lot of complaining in Washington. Demand. I was looking at this data the other day, and everyone can. I mean, just go look it up in the Consumer Expenditure Survey or what have you online. But wealth per capita in America, uh, even with all the complaining out there, has never been higher in the history of America. And... Uh, you know, that's not so bad. Employment is uh, the highest it's ever been in the history of America. And, you know, these are good things. Will we have a recession one day? Yeah. But with interest rates at 45 5%, 5%, 6%, cheap laptops, ideas, good colleges making smart people, you know, that's not apt to happen uh, for any long period of time. And since 1980, recessions have happened 6% of the time, and I think that's largely due to uh, better information in the market and, uh, you know, imbalances that sort of have been worked out over the years, and that's a different show. Anyway, Dow, they're in the world economy. They're helping people improve lifestyles. They've got a great uh, return, paying down debt. 63% of their business is international, so that gives you some diversification. And even here in the U.S., a lot of their business Well, that's where the action is, is now. Well, not really. You and I both know that. But uh, the U.S. What are you talking about? What I'm talking about, sir is incremental increases in revenue for these companies, the most important market remains the U.S. And there's a lot of talk about India and China as deltas, but uh, listen, the U.S. in terms of absolute incremental growth in the economy is still beating everyone, including China, uh, in an absolute growth metric. Well, that's actually interesting you'd say that because do you know how big the Chinese economy is compared to the U.S. economy? Uh, it's about... Uh, I'm going to guess 20% of the U.S. economy. It's about economy. one quarter the size. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. I guess 20%. Do you know what their growth yeah. rate is? I know what they say it is. I'm going to tell you uh, how tall I am now after you tell me the Chinese growth rate. Okay. Go ahead. Let's ask our listeners. Yeah, I'm we'll eight feet listeners. tall. Okay, listeners, please let us know whether you I'm sure the Chinese believe. are being extremely honest about their growth rates. They're just that type of people. So, absolutely, I believe uh, that they have a growth rate number. Anyway. Dow Chemical, seven times gross cash flow, ten times free cash flow, great balance sheet. Uh, value Line's predicting 3% growth in sales. That's nonsense. They can buy their way into more growth than that, and they will if they have to. Um, I think you just hold it a long time. It's a put away. Dow Chemical. Okay. Uh, a couple health care names. There's a lot of health care this week, so we kind of got into it. 
Um, I'm having a chocolate. Just excuse me. Well, here. like you said, I, I I looked at the mining stocks again, and I we've I we've done really well with BHP, but yeah. You can't really. Yeah, I think we. Now. I think maybe the last rotation we said, you know, get out of the yeah. thing because it's getting ridiculous. Yeah, a little ridiculous. Well, healthcare. You know, as Vern said, you've got wind at your back here with demographics. It's not a matter of this group just overcharging everyone. It's a matter of older people perfectly willing to spend more money on healthcare than they do on hot clothes and surfboards. So it's a natural progression that through life. You're going to choose to spend more yeah, on Why healthcare. do we have to protect these people from themselves? I, I, That's a good thing to spend money on. What is? Health care? Your health. Right. Yes. Yeah, people want to do it. That's why it's growing, and it's going to continue to do so. What does BioVail do? Well, first, they're cheap. you got an 8% yield that has a decent chance of being covered. It's, you know, take your chances a little bit. I wouldn't be surprised if that got cut. But right now, you're getting an 8% yield. Eight times gross cash flow, nine times free. And the big problem here, here's what they do. They develop drugs using controlled release formulations. That's their big buzz in the marketplace. Their stuff, you know, it's every one hour for 12 hours and quarter hour increments or whatever. They have real magic formulations or just odd hours or multicolored hours or whatever. They can they do it. They coat it in candy, I think, probably. Any which way. And they have stuff that goes, I mean, these are important areas. Cardiovascular, so that's important. Central nervous system, pain management. Uh, they have proprietary products that they develop internally, and they also license outside products. So they try to balance themselves. They know they don't have all smart people, and they have some smart people, but then they also have some smart salespeople, and they balance that, and they do a good job. They've been returning. You know, again, I'm attracted to this. They have great returns on capital. 20s, they've been in the 19, 20, 27 last year, 22 this year, and that's with zero debt, zero. So I'm impressed. They also have $3 a share in cash. Stock is $17.70 today, so you track that out, $14. It's, you know, seven times gross cash flow. Now, the, the, the problem, of course, is that uh, their big product, 42% problem. of sales. Yeah, from. <laughs> I don't uh, remember problem, hearing Jim? problem. <laughs> Let's drop out of warp. Uh, well, Brutin XL. Did you see they're having a new movie? They cast Jim Kirk today. I'm excited about no. that. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, the, uh, the, the one the about Young Kirk. Starship Academy. Yeah. yeah. So uh, these guys have. Who'd they cast? Listen, I don't want the people. I, that was just an aside. I don't know. Well, Butin XL. I didn't the, bring it up. You brought it up. I, and I'm done talking about it. Okay. Okay. Well, Butin XL is the. 42% of revenues here, and evidently the stock is down 30% because the uh, recently uh, because the uh, FDA is not going to approve their next generation Wellbutrin, and the one they have now is going to, I guess, go off patent or something here. Uh, so it's facing generic. So that's a problem. 26 and a half. But it seems like it's a little bit in the stock. Um, this news apparently surprised management. Okay. Um, this, the company remains in transition. Um, pipeline appears limited. So this may not be for everybody. <laughs> wow. But here's <laughs> How what much I, can I get? Here's what I like about it. They've got a great sales force. They've got a bunch of stuff coming out in 08 or 09, and they're giving it away, and the company's <laughs> telling you they're confident by paying you the shield, BioVail, BFV, no, yeah. BVF. If you let off with, it may get cut. What? No, it has. yield. Well, it could go to four or eight, and you have a chance to double your money. That's what I'm getting at. You just get a little money on the side okay. while you wait around. Right, 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 right. That's all. Okay. Finally, uh, Forest Labs, ticker FRX. It's also in this healthcare area, uh, page 1258. <laughs> 
I love the stocks I'm picking this week. Here's Value Line's first line. A dark cloud is overhanging forest laboratories. Oh, no, wait a minute. Was recently removed. Recently removed. Okay. Good. I looked at that. It, yeah. I can't believe you Well, here's that. why I like it. Oh. It's 10 times cash flow. Uh, they have a long history Can going you back. Can on that cash flow? Uh, well, it's been going up for 20 years, so no, maybe next year it's going down. <laughs> but, I can't okay, tell you that. But what they do is they buy stock back every year. They have a 30% operating margin, which tells me that, you know, unlike Dow Chemical, these guys actually have something special. They have also zero debt. That's why I like these. If you have debt in one of these things that moves around, it's a little scary because you've got to pay Mr. Bank. But when you have no debt, and these guys have a billion five in cash on 300 million shares, that's $5 a share in cash. These guys can get it wrong a long time and then have a blockbuster and then go to 50 times earnings. So you're buying kind of an R&D lab. Now, unlike uh, BioVail, they don't pay a dividend. Um, but, um, you know, I think that's if, if they have good places for the money, I'd rather have them spend it there. 25% returns on capital next year. 20 years of earning or 10 years of earning 20% returns on capital. And, you know, that's impressive. Now, the bug on this one is that Lexapro, or I'm sorry, no, let's see. I think Lexapro, yeah, is coming off patent in 2012. Well, that's a long way away. Uh, you get half your present value by that time. And meantime, they're apt to invent some add-on thing that helps them out here. Um, and they also have a nice pipeline. And, uh, you know, that's about all I know about this one. Value Line's predicting 9% growth. Who knows? But you've got a great balance sheet, uh, good returns on capital, Stocks good margins. Stock's on sale. And it's on sale. About Thank as cheap you. as it's been so the last four years. So I think years. that's all I have. Um, good. And, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Did I say that out well, loud? Well, the listeners, I'm sure, agree at this point, and I need to get going No, our time's anyway. up. So, so wait, I'm going to okay. tell my favorite. Oh, what is your favorite? Yeah. I don't know exactly. Mine is Corn Ferry with $5 of excess cash on their balance sheet, stock price 19, symbol KFY. Check it out, Corn Ferry. Wow, that's quite a nice summary. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to go with the Sphorus Labs. Uh, although I like Dow Chemical as a long time put away and forget about it's it. It's better than BioVail. Well, it is. <laughs> BioVail, I just, I know the guy. I'm trying to do him a favor. Is that a disclosure? No, I'm kidding. I own, I don't own, I don't own any of these three you stocks this okay. week. Right. But uh, Forest Labs I have owned in the past, and I'm going to be looking at it again. It's down a lot. And uh, ten times it's a I've free owned call. Dow. Who hasn't? Free call. Anyway, that's yeah. all I got this anyway. week. We'll see you next week. Okay, folks. thanks, everybody.